Welcome to Living Brightly. I'm your host, Paige Schmidt. This podcast is dedicated to women who aspire to co-create a bright and purposeful life with God. Here, we'll have conversations and share stories about what it means to live brightly as women who are unconditionally loved by God. So let's dive right in and embark on this transformative journey together. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Living Brightly Podcast. I'm so grateful to be here with you today. Today, we're going to continue our conversation from the last episode where we were talking about what is dimming your light, removing obstacles that stand in your way that make that light dim. And we were talking about how when we abide in God, we abide in Jesus, he adds all of these good things to us, like the fruit of the spirit, like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, all of these things that we want that allow us to be bright and shining lights. So in Matthew 5, we're going to read this verse and explore some of the imagery of being a light for the world, in the world and for the world. So the verse says, and this is the easy to read version, you are the light that shines for the world to see. You are like a city built on a hill that cannot be hidden. People don't hide a lamp under a bowl. They put it on a lampstand. Then the light shines for everyone in the house. In the same way, you should be a light for other people. Live so that they will see the good things you do and praise your father in heaven. So live so that they will see the good things you do and praise your father in heaven. All of this is for the glory of God, which literally just means that they would see the good things that you're doing. They would see the goodness in you and give a hundred percent praise, thanks, gratitude to God. I love that. I am not doing good things for other people to get a bunch of praise for myself. I am humbling myself and asking God to give me the energy to love people and do good things so that people can have the space to get closer to God. That is what this means to me. Like, so, so good. So there's a difference that I've been thinking about in my own family life that I think is such a great example of living brightly. And it's the difference between serving and performing. So there's a difference between serving my family and showing up and waking up. And, you know, when I make my cup of coffee, Salem wants to make her own cup too. And so she asks for the white cup or the pink cup, and they're both little glass cups and we put cream and milk in them. And I stand there and do that with her and we turn on music and we sit on the floor and we play and I love it. It's like my favorite start to the day. And when I am doing those things, when I'm doing laundry, when I have my my hands in my house and I'm cleaning or I'm doing dishes or I'm cooking or I'm making a bed or I'm in the backyard playing with Sela or I'm doing something that Marcos asked me to do, I want to always keep my perspective right and that I'm serving. I'm not performing. When I get into the mentality of I need to clean so that I'm impressing someone else, I need to do this so that my husband is impressed with me or my friends are impressed with me, that's when I want to back off. That's when I'm going to not be a light pointing to God, but it's almost like I'm trying to be a light pointing back to me, right? Does that difference make sense to you? Does that speak to you at all? I know it speaks to me. 
And I want my heart to be in the place of just serving. So if I have friends coming over and I'm cleaning, I want to do it from a place of service, from a place of when that friend walks in the store, I want them to feel welcomed and comforted and safe to be here. And I want it to be an enjoyable experience for them, but I'm just doing it from a place of serving them and loving them, not from a place of performing where I want them to see that I have a clean house and that I'm doing really well and that I'm being really productive, right? None of those things. So whenever I sense that I'm moving toward that place of performing, it does me so well to slow down and remember this difference between serving and performing and just check my brain and say, it's okay to keep doing this. It's okay to clean But what does it look like for you right now to switch into a state of service and just loving others, loving your people, right? It gives me so much more energy, gives me so much more patience for everyone around me. It allows me to be so much more loving. It clears up any resentment. It really connects me back to God. It allows me to live by the spirit, right? In Galatians Um, let's see, it's right here in front of me, Galatians 5, 16. It says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Performing is a desire of the flesh. Walking by the spirit, God tells us to serve and love other people as if they were ourselves, right? So we won't always be coming from that place of service. Even when I show up to work or to do a a podcast, my prayer is that I let go of all the performance just consistently every day. God strip me of my performance, strip me of my performance just over and over, just lay it all down at his feet. Just help me serve. Just help me show up and serve. Please you, God, like speak through me, remove me and you speak through me. You speak to your daughters, right? You use words through me that encourage them, that help them get to the place that you want them to be. Together, help me and your daughters who are my clients, help them, help us connect to you, your spirit, your message, your direction, your encouragement. And that just frees me up. It just removes me from the scenario and I just get to be a vessel. And I love that. There's actually a song that I'm going to make a note to myself right now as I'm recording this to link it in the show notes because it is so good. Um, It's called New Wine. Can't remember the author, but it's called New Wine and it talks about like making me a vessel and it is so, so, so good. So you are the light that shines for the world to see. Nobody, you know, turns on a lamp and then puts it under a bowl or throws a blanket on top of it or puts a basket over it, right? That would completely defeat the purpose of your lamp. You turn on your lamp so that it gives light to the entire room. So in the same way, that is what we are to be. It's like God comes and plugs right in into us. We abide in him. Our lamp is turned on for the purpose of giving light to everyone around us and shining it all back to God. So I want to discuss with you guys the tendency that we have to hide our light under a bowl. So the bowl can represent anything that is obscuring your authenticity that God gave you, like your unique talents and gifts, your personality that he gave you, the exact body that he gave you. 
uh, everything circumstantial that he gave you to use for good in your life, how do you tend to hide those things? Like, I want you to imagine that God gave you all of these things and he literally plugged you in like a lamp, put you on a lampstand and said like, let all of this shine. And you're like, okay, this one's okay to shine, but I really like this part of me. So I'm going to hide this part of me. Uh, This one is okay to shine, but I really don't like this other area. So I'm going to put that over here, you know, cover it up with a blanket, make sure it's not too bright. I don't want to draw too much attention to that area. And we hide. Where in your life are you hiding or where in your life do you have habits or maybe behaviors that you're practicing that are dimming that light? They're like, they're having you hide, right? We want to uncover your light. How does, how does God want to use what he has given you and allowed in your life for his glory? So let's just think about that question for a moment. How does God want to use the things that he has given me and allowed to be in my life? How does he want to use those things, this season, this thing that I'm going through, this thing I'm working through? How does he want to use it for his glory? How does he want to, you know, how does he want me to uncover the light here? How does he want me to stop hiding in this area? I think it's such a great and important question. So back to Hebrews 12, 1, which we read in the earlier episode, episode 106, it says, we all have these great people around us as examples. Their lives tell us what faith means. So we too should run the race that's before us and not quit. We should remove from our lives anything that would slow us down and the sin that so often makes us fall. So let's talk a little bit about the importance of throwing off, getting rid of these hindrances, the sins that, that weigh us down, right? Sin wants to hold you back. It, it does not want you to have all of these amazing, great, meaningful gifts that God wants to give you, the abundant life he wants you to have. See, when I read scripture now, I used to read it uh, sometimes as like kind of limiting, like, oh, well, it's telling me that I can't do this or I shouldn't do this. Now, when I read it, when scripture gives me like a little bit of wisdom, I instead read it with a lens of God wants really good things for me. He wants to give us a life of abundance. So with this scripture, with this verse, with this encouragement, whatever the verse is, I I try to ask myself now, like, how does he want to brighten my life by this wisdom of this verse? So I read things like Galatians 5, for it says, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. So I look at that and I look at like what things have kept me stuck, what things have enslaved me in the past. And don't submit to those things. Don't go back to those things. For freedom, you have been set free. And my story is is so much like that. When I discovered that I could have a personal relationship with Jesus and I started moving closer to him, that is when I truly felt set free. I was able to experience a joy that only comes from God. I was able to feel a hole that I had felt I had in my heart for my whole life that I was trying to fill, trying to uh, get satisfaction from so many other things and they just weren't working. They were never continually satisfying me. But then when I found 
God and I had this personal relationship with him, it was like he completely filled me up. And I think that's what he means when he says like, come to me and love me first with your whole heart, your whole mind and your whole soul and everything else will be added to you. Like you don't need to worry about everything else. Just come and love me first, love your neighbor as yourself and everything else I'm going to add it to you. So when I read things like that, I read them and I say like, this is for my good. Uh, God's giving us wisdom here. He's showing us the way to the most abundant life in him. And so I read it all as good. And that is why I feel so encouraged when I read scripture. So what are the things that you are feeling called to throw off from your life? They're hindrances. They're those sins, those things that you know the thing that you ought to do because you know uh, how much it would enrich your life. You know how much it would allow you to shine brighter, right? You know how much it would allow you to uh, walk in alignment with God's will for your life, but you're not doing it. For you, that thing is sin, right? And we can read that in scripture. What are those things? Can you jot them down on a piece of paper? Can you lovingly call them out? And can you submit them to God? Can you surrender them to God and just say, God, I know these are the very things that are hindering my light. They are dimming my light. They're weighing me down. They're holding me back. In fact, they're even holding me back from being able to focus on you and have that with God life, that super close personal relationship with you. And God, can you help me remove those things so that I can move closer to you? God is ready to move as close as you want him to move to you at any point. More often, I think it's about us not being willing to move close to him, right? And again, that is one of those things where it's we're hiding under a bowl. We're hiding under a blanket. We're hiding under a basket. We want to remove the bowl, remove the blanket, remove the basket, shine bright, allow ourselves to be completely exposed in front of God, allow him to lovingly come in, prune us, prune the areas of our life that are fruitful so that they can be more fruitful and cut off any branch in us that is not bearing fruit. The prayer that you can pray that I say, only pray it if you really mean it, is like, God, come and prune my life. Come be the gardener in my life. Make my life as fruitful as possible and just watch and wait and see what God does. I feel so uh, like overcome by emotion as I'm saying that to you and sharing it because I know what God has done for me when I have prayed that prayer. In fact, this entire branding, Live Brightly, um, my year of you know, the nine months of not drinking at all, which I'll do an update on that soon. Um, my marriage feeling totally renewed, um, and refreshed and, and fun and so much easier and lighter. All of this came from a prayer of God prune my life, make my life as fruitful as possible and cut off any branches that are not bearing fruit. It like, Oh, makes me like, so, uh, I, I feel so like touched, so emotional, so grateful 
um, so overcome with emotion that he answered my prayer and will answer your prayer too, to do that. So if you want that, pray that prayer, ask God to know Jesus more, get to know him more, come and live brightly. If you want some community surrounding you, we are just here to be there for you and love on you, help you know Jesus more and allow his light to shine through you and to, to honor this, to honor this prayer and ask him to do it for all of us. I would love to just support you and help to encourage you in this area. But if you want to pray that prayer, pray it and watch as he produces so much more fruit in your life, but also as he cuts off the things that he knows because he has a different view from, you know, he's a different vantage point from where he is, from where you are on your life. So he knows the things that are bearing fruit and that are not, and he knows the things to pruned to cut off. He's like the most masterful supreme gardener there ever was, right? (laughs) He will give you the best garden you've ever seen. Um, but we just have to do it with him. We ask him to come in and, and be with us and make our lives as fruitful as possible. So that's what I have for you today with this episode, you are going to be working on identifying some specific areas in your life that you want to uh, discard, get rid of, trim, cut the branches off so that you can run the race forward right toward God, a with God life with endurance, feeling light, having that, uh, that energy, that, that zest, that brightness, that excitement to live a life with him. That is where you're going to feel most aligned with your purpose. I have literally written in front of me, your purpose is where you're most aligned to God and others, where you're most connected to God and others. And I believe that is so true. That is a guiding principle that I'm letting guide my life. My purpose, I am in alignment with my purpose and God's purpose when I'm most connected and loving toward God and others. (laughs) All right, everyone. I will see you back here in just a couple of weeks. If you have not checked out the new site yet, go to pageschmidt.com, check out Lit Brightly, uh, check out our new journaling guide that helps you with exactly this, exactly what we're talking about here today, uh, what your bright life looks like and what are the things that you want to let go of. All right. Love you all. Hope you're so encouraged by this episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you desire support and community in your journey to living your bright life, come join us in Live Brightly, a transformative space that combines coaching and community specifically designed for women who are ready to co-create a bright and purposeful life with God. Together, we'll explore the depths of his love and uncover the radiant potential within you. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to live a life that lights up the world around you. Join Live Brightly today at pageschmidt.com forward slash live brightly. We'll see you there.